Dude, I was thinking about the the whole business aspect of running a company like ours. Yeah. And it's the perfect it's the perfect microcosm of all different kinds of things business. Yeah. Meaning a roaster retailer like us, we have in-person guest facing. Sure. So we have that physical location. We also have web sales, you know, the digital thing. And then we also do a lot of B2B. Wholesale partner programs. Yeah. Stuff. So we're experiencing a lot of different things. That if we are you, a big, yeah. If you had just a restaurant, you wouldn't experience the other things that go with it. Or if you had a, a lot of people have web stores or digital presence, but not physical stores. And it's kind of cool to have a business to be- where you see everything. But well, for people like I, like we want to be forces us to be buttoned up on a whole different level because that's that is. I mean, I guess I would picture it like this: like if you only had one focus, then you could put everything there and be a shit show everywhere else, and nobody'd be w- the wiser in a way. Yeah, and so I was, that, you know, what I'm saying like that. That makes it forces us to grow in many facets at the same time. Uh, if you if we want to be, which we do, successful in all of those areas and not just one. Yeah, I was kind of puffing myself up. The other day, and yeah, just kind of pre-celebrating a little bit. You're doing a little of the. You were doing the pumps. You had a shirt. You're all. <laughs> yeah, I was all. <laughs> I had one huge nipple. Nike pumps. It was. It was very big. Yeah. Did you ever have those Reeboks? Reebok pumps. No, we didn't have enough money for that shit. Yeah, I thought they were cool looking though. They were cool looking, huh? I don't know if they. I mean, I think you just tie your laces tighter, and it's the same thing. But I don't know if that's true. I never got to wear them. I had one pair. <laughs> I, I got mean, to it literally I mean, just pumped up the tongue. It was nothing. That's what I'm saying. So that's what I have, so I imagine that the dumbest you just thing ever. Everything else. And then I had the release valve. That's fun though. It's pretty fun. But yeah, they should have done that for the bottoms. What they should do is somehow do that for the bottoms of the shoes, so you can claim the amount of support you want. You're like from hard to soft, like a bed. Mm, that's what go. they should do. Everybody listening. All anyway, right. there's welcome. a patent for somebody out there who's going to take over. CEO entrepreneur. <laughs> What do you want from me? I just got these ideas. But so I, good I was for us, huh? about, I was, yeah, I think good for us because <laughs> one of the things that we talk about a lot is helping other people. And sometimes I think, oh, we just, we just, just have a coffee company and how would it look like to help other businesses that do different things? And then I stepped back and looked at all the stuff that we we have do, like three businesses and we have multiple businesses wrapped in this one business and Maybe four if you include this podcast we do have the ability to help people in doing a lot of things even if we've never done that thing because you know we do a lot of b2b we know what it's like we do guest service we know what it's like we do web sales and marketing we know what it's like mm-hmm. we and we do well in all of them mm-hmm. which is is pretty cool not that we're done or anything no, not but that we we're consistently, like oh cool this is cruising altitude we raise our bar yearly weekly monthly like yeah. as best we can and we consistently try to do that and it's banked in so i was more having a, a moment of hey good for us i'm proud of myself i'm proud of what we've accomplished together this is a big deal and just had to think about that for a second yeah the half the half decade thing is it's weird how you feel Jeez, like half decade both. sounds so intense. Dude. I mean, half century half sounds more gnarly. Decade. But they're like, uh, you can look at it and be like, man, we have. It feels like not very much time has passed, and then you can kind of think about all the phases, which are basically yearly phases at this point. And you're like, whoa, we didn't really have like the easiest run, <laughs> and nobody does. But we also, I mean, we happened to have the pandemic thing happen. That which didn't was help. Yeah, not 
good. Yeah. And good and so much. But also very good. The right? blessing is the curse. Double-edged sword for sure. Turns out that's a reality. Super huh? hard, super gnarly, but also tons of growth in a short period of time. Yeah, that forced a big focus awakening. Growth. Yeah. Well, it's and it's like when you have no choice but to figure it out. I don't know the hu- the resilience of the human being, especially when you got the right people around you, turns yeah turns hot. And figuring out how to get the right people around you, if you don't, it becomes incredibly clear. You're like, oh, I need to get the right people around you, or build better bridges with the people that are around you. Like our relationship improved mm-hmm. during that time. All yeah, not through any easy conversations, but through like really hard conversations. Yeah, and you're just oh god, okay, fuck. Like let's do it for the, w- the greater good. Kayla, the blister, it's fine. Yeah, nice. Who was on the podcast Kayla, last, mm-hmm. last week? I was out to dinner with her and her husband Zach, and we were talking about she's like, what's it like to have a business partner, you know, to have those relationships. Right. And I said, well, one, it's awesome because I can't imagine doing this by myself. It's incredibly, I'm incredibly fortunate to have people around me who are, you know, supportive. And I was like, two, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, we, we have all of the conversations that come with being in a relationship with someone Absolutely. because you're in a relationship with someone mm-hmm. and you've got multiple ideas that are brought to the table. And even if you have an aligned vision and have similar goals, there's a ton of stuff to work through because the idiosyncrasies of humans are just like weird. But then you're kind of, for me, the, the way I always think about it is, and I think the pandemic was a really good little time for me to do this in a very real way just step back and be like, man, this is super stressful. And this is way harder than I thought it was going to be. Like, this is fucking gnarly. I'm having all these crazy conversations. Quick question. If I step back, is my life better or worse without these other people in it and this thing? Mm -hmm. And, you know, wrote a little bit about it, talked to Jenny about it. And undeniably, the conclusion is my life is much better with these people in it and is much better with this thing that is Cat and Cloud, no matter how hard it is right now. Right. And like is the it, hard work is worth it. Is it worth going through the hard work? And like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally. You know, and that's cool to realize i see i mean partnership's a weird thing because it's got the potential to go so many ways and if you don't have that open communication and if you're not ready to have those conversations or you don't expect them Mm -hmm. which i don't think we we're always ready for them now we're more ready for them than we've been and i'm sure things will happen in the future but part of the game (laughs) part of the game you, you can kind of you can put it in the bucket of stressful growth rather than just only the bucket of stress yeah and i i just I know for a fact now just in going through life that the best and the most magical things are, are the things that come through well on the other side of going through those gnarly tunnels. Uh, and, and especially when it comes to relationships and people connection. And it's like, that's proven true in my past multiple times over, including like, you know, us working on a conversation or whatever communication and doing what we need to do to be awesome together. But it's happened in many relationships in the past. And it's easy to like, the more I sit and reflect, the more that becomes absolutely clear. The people that you are the closest with are the ones that you are able to go through hard things with disagree with, have fights with, but ultimately see through, whatever all that stuff is in growth and support, even when you don't necessarily feel like you're supporting each other in the moment, you're 
committing to seeing it through. And every time those have been the people that you inadvertently become the closest with and also that stay feeling the closest when, you know, like your old friends, right? Like you can pick back up a lot of the time with them, kind of where you left off, even though life is completely different, but you feel the same way. That is absolutely because you went through shit together. And, and that's something special that only happens if you're willing to kind of commit to that process, which is, I think we grow older. It's easier to actually avoid those things than to engage in them, especially with the world we live in. See, I think they're a little bit different. And I, I just popped the blister, so I'm shaking off the juice. Shake off the juice. <laughs> anyway, so we were actually talking about the dynamic of working with friends. Working with friends. <laughs> and it is, it is good to work with, I mean, partners and people. And we, it is crazy, dude. Five years in. And, dude, I mean, taking like a whole year off the podcast, basically, to just get it together and kind of relaunching it like this really interesting man there's people yeah i mean people reach out from all over the world like you said somebody told you happy five years and you didn't i don't know who they were maybe knew their face but not like not enough for somebody to say that and it it was was, before we posted anything too which was strange someone in our company must have been talking about it i guess yeah i don't know what the person looks like familiar for me yeah maybe yeah like some of our ogs who have been here from the beginning since before the beginning who like their facebook stuff's popping up it's like oh yeah they're open right they're having a memory or whatever yeah because i don't have facebook anymore but i'm sure i absolutely know if i did Facebook memories would be popping up like five years, like opening cat and cloud training, like weird training pictures of all of us sitting on the floor and doing coffee training and you know, all that crazy stuff with Blenderman and Kylie and all them just oh, what's up and Dan, Dan Garcia. And I remember Jason. that first orientation. Oh, I was so nervous. I was like, to how, have to own our shit. Yeah. And how, like, how are we going to be responsible for eight people? There's eight people here, guys. This is crazy. Right. And we're in charge, quote unquote, in charge. Or that part was the the part it, that was weirdest for me. Yeah, I had never. Like, oh, I have to be their boss, boss. Never felt anything like that yeah. before because no matter how we were high up in the company, but there was always someone above us to where we didn't have full autonomy. Not to like be you, in charge. Yeah, we never did. And then even if you are, even if you have complete ownership of something, whether it's a project or um, I don't know. It's a different feeling to be the end of the line. Well, I mean, even- not like you're someone who's going to pass the ball or pass the buck, but when there is absolutely no one else it's to your look decision at, to make. when you have to figure out, oh, whose fault is this? And the only place you can look is in the mirror. It's a different feeling. Yeah. I mean, and that's something that I hope we're teaching people on a level that we never got because we, we were told we had hiring and firing power, but kind of not really. I mean, we, we like, you know what I'm saying? Like over those years, it takes, it was never that simple. But it, the hiring and firing is the, that's the easy thing. Right? Oh, for and sure. The, the bigger thing is influencing the culture that's created. Like if Cat and Cloud sucks as a place to work, it's on us and nobody else. Yeah. <laughs> and no, that's but a big I, I feeling. Feel, I feel like that to me was easier personally though. Cause I feel like the culture thing was the thing that we were always leaning into. It was coming down to like really holding accountability to where it's mm. like, you're either going to stay or go. And all of those hard conversations, those were never on the table, nor were we even expected to really have them for the most part, except for the one that you tried to see through and you sure. didn't even get to didn't finally work. see through. I agree with you, you know, on the, that in, part's weird in the moment, practicing those things I never practice. And it wasn't maybe the, 
nuts and bolts of creating the culture. Although I think, you know, it's I mean, a lot different than what totally. we thought it was going to be. And we've learned so much, but it, it was, was more hard. of the feeling that went along with it. Not mm. anything that happened. It's like the first day that we had that orientation, nothing bad happened. We weren't perfect, but we didn't blow it. We did a no. pretty good job considering where we were at at the time. Yeah. So I didn't feel like, oh man, we don't know what we're doing in that moment. I kind of more felt like, whoa, when things happen, we're going to need to figure it out. Yeah. If something happens, like the, it's, it was like the whole future of the thing relies on how we touch base Our here ability. and there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now we're, I mean, it's just a different feeling. Yeah. I mean, that was, that was absolutely intimidating. That's why I had to sit down during that first, first <laughs> orientation to talk about my part. And then at the same time, I was really energized by the idea of knowing that at least I had a huge belief in the three of us and that the team who was starting it with us, that we were going to make something awesome. So there was like this juxtaposition of stepping into that and owning the culture and man, the accountability and the discipline that felt really intimidating. And at the same time being like, we're going to kill it. But I, maybe that's just like this healthy and or unhealthy naivety and belief that, because I, I had that same thing when I came to start Verb. I was like, oh, no, no, no. Like there is abs. I, I felt like I had more belief in it at the time than Colby and Ryan at the beginning because probably that. They had to carry, a, if this fails, we're screwed. And I was like, we're not going to fail. We're going to kill it. The Cat and Cloud podcast is sponsored by Steeped Coffee. Steeped Coffee is a new brewing method that combines specialty craft coffee into a single serving bag. You don't need a machine. You don't have to make a mess no matter where you are. All you have to do is add hot water. Each steep pack is individually sealed in nitrogen flush, so it stays fresh, and it's got this special immersion filter. And the filter is ultrasonic sealed, which means it's sealed together with no glue, no staples, so there's no weird stuff floating around in your coffee. Steeped is a benefit B Corp. They ethically source all their coffee. Their packaging is fully compostable, and they believe that business should be done without compromise. You can get your hands on Steeped Coffee at steepedcoffee.com. That's S-T-E-E-P-E-D coffee.com. Asking your local retail stores to start carrying Steeped or having your favorite roaster reach out and get in touch. If you happen to be in Santa Cruz, come on by any of the Cat and Cloud locations. We have it there for you. Basically, they're just doing their best to change the coffee industry and make your life more convenient with their pre-portioned, pre-ground innovation. So tell all your friends. Yeah, I think you can hold them both. Like I, yeah, I. You, well, we can. I know now. You, yeah, you have to have the belief, or it's not even worth doing. Yeah, you know, if you can't sure. carry that belief in some way, shape, or form, you are not going to make it. Yeah, if, if you're approaching everything from a, I don't know, and I don't right. think that's naivety or anything like that. I think that's just you have to have that. Yeah, if you're going to create something new or move forward in something that's really important to you, you need to be aware of yourself. You can still be aware of your shortcomings. Okay, I need to improve this, this, sure. and that. And despite these things being true and me not go. having all the experience I, I need, I believe in what we're able to right. accomplish together. I think and that's maybe what it was. Like holding those in tandem. Yeah. yeah and I it's think like you put your mind to something. It's like, I'm going to go, I'm going to make this strong, happen. You have strong belief. Like yeah. You once, as you a, just, once I decide. You as a person yeah. are like kind of borderline unshakable and when it comes down belief. to like when i yeah when once i you go decide, for it yeah once i decide I so. it's like yeah. it's on yeah we're going there like, we're like, gonna do it yeah until 
Yeah. I don't know how it's going to happen, but we're going to do don't know it. And it's going to happen. I'm going to keep working on it it's until it's going to chip away, dude. And that's good. You have to have someone like that around you, or you're just going to you give up. It's too easy to give up. It's really easy, easy to, to give, to give up. up. <laughs> you can see why people quit. It's not a mystery. Yeah. It's not the most relaxing thing we've ever done. That's a fact. But the fruits are there. And the payoff's just so long. It's long term. Yeah. Like we're still, it's going to be a while till that payoff is proper, but we're seeing some of it. Not even monetarily. Like I feel like right yeah, now like we're freedom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which we have a good amount of considering. I mean, if you look at what we're doing now compared to what we're doing five years ago when oh, we started, mm-hmm. it's we're on the floor every day. We're day-to-day managing operations. We're day-to-day managing training and education. Mm-hmm. We're day-to-day managing roasting roast profiling where you know i'm like roasting nights because i live right around the corner so it's easier to build a buffer with the roast stash Mm -hmm. and all of these all of these weird like every little thing that had to happen hot water heater breaks cool like we better fix that that too so it's like all of these things in in tandem with figuring out how to have this new thing did you ever go through your your phone and see all the old old contacts that we used to have to call for weird it's like the refrigerator repair person and this that and the other i've just i still have all those i'm like man i should probably go through and get rid of numbers sometime because there's so many weird old ones that are like i don't think i'll ever use this again i'm kind of dude i want to shout out nico right now always and forever nico because one he nico's our contractor and he's helped us since day one Pre-day one, really. Pre-day one. Yeah. And is a super good dude. And it was nice to be able to have one person who could handle multiple things. And he just got it. He did. There's no convincing him. And he was able to work with us even when it was fucking terrible. <laughs> well, and I, I, I knew he had jobs, but I think he was in his own right, too, on, on a come up at that time. Because he was... We had met him, and I kind of connected with him way back when we just served him coffee at Verve back in the days. And so it was when we were fishing around, we had a bunch of other ones suggested to us. I was just like, I'm just going to call this guy. Like, he told me he was a contractor back in the day. Somehow I have his number because he's Nico, and he's the most, like, social awesome dude ever, and he gave it to me when I was just a barista. I don't even remember why. But, yeah, I called him, that and I was like, kind of a trip do you do? had his number. I know. It was. It was at, but that's how it came about. I called him. I was like, hey, do you do your contract stuff? Like, we're going to build a thing. You'd be down, and it was. Remember, it was him and against, against like green builders and one other person. We were like, "Oh no, this is our guy." I remember you told me, "You're all." I talked to Nico, and he was like, "Oh, I'm building that thing for you." Guys. <laughs> that's how that he was talks. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm talks. gonna do that thing for yeah. you because I remember we got a quote from green builders that was like ten billion dollars or yeah. whatever, and I was like, <laughs> "To the power of two, carry the one." Uh, what? I remember looking at the I'm quote. Like, how are we gonna build like, a cafe? What ever? the fuck? Yeah, because we had had that meeting with Nielsen and they had worked with Nielsen. So they're like, Oh, check these guys yeah. out. And then we we're just like, yo, yeah, we're, no can we're do. three dudes with not super deep pockets. So we need to figure you out don't want every make, design and green material perfectly. Uh, how to make this work. I have a special place in my heart for people who were there that believed like we believed without having to be sold on it. Like Nico was just, mm-hmm. oh, I know what you, you guys are going to make something special. I dig it. I've seen it in action already. Right. Now you're just going to be the people that own it. Mm-hmm. I'm down. Yeah. Dude. And that shit is necessary. Yeah. You got to have those people. I mean, obviously Todd and Julia were there. Todd and Julia. Killing it. Oh, insane. Yeah. I mean, how still there. <laughs> one, one portion is friendship. And then another 
another portion of that as I look up to them, it's like, how mature and secure do you need to be to tell your friends like, hey, you should roast the coffee that you're going to sell out of our right. roastery, you know, yeah. that is, while you're working for us, while you're working for us. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It, it's something that not a lot of people have the, I'll just say maturity to do, mm-hmm. or that sense of safety to be able to do and not see it as competition or taking away mm-hmm. and more as contribution. And that is awesome. Yeah. Like, that is fucking nuts. <laughs> it's really nuts. It is. You know, we would be roasting at Dune at night and right. people come through and they see all the blue bags. What are you guys doing? They're like, oh yeah, we kind of have this other coffee company that we're, right. you know, this isn't we're this, trying to this start. Is this isn't this. Yeah, like, we, we, we don't live here. New bag. Here. It's like, oh, this isn't. Their bags. So funny. <laughs> so dope, dude. And then, like, how in the world did, I mean, shout out for one, but like, then Vertigo decides after we're able to come closer, they're like, you can roast for us. And it was like, how did that happen? Because we, I mean, it how, was, how are we? I mean, I know we knew the bo- the brothers and Dimitri, and they were all awesome, but it was almost just like they just off, did they just reach out and offer it to us? Did I, we talk about it on the I podcast? I think I talked to Dimitri. You went and got coffee or something? I had met him a long time ago at when the BGA, Barista Guild mm-hmm. of America, hosts these little jams you mean around, the, San Jose the, around one? the Bay Area. So I met him, I'd met him multiple times at one of those. And got he it. was just, I don't know, he's just a really nice guy. Yeah, he's super great. into coffee and just really nice guy. Looking back on it now, all those people are super nice, but it's it's cool to think about and maybe just pat ourselves on the back for one second that the reason people are inviting us into their worlds and allowing us to use their tools is that we bring something cool to the situation yeah like there's a there's a energy exchange where we undoubtedly get something about out of it and absolutely they're getting something out of it too and mm-hmm. whether that's just being around people who are doing different things and being able to bounce ideas off of us right. or you know being able it, it's kind of cool to be able to say yeah i helped those guys start out like that's a cool story. Yeah, like, I don't know. It's, no, I, it's fun. I I agree. I mean, it's because you're right. I mean, it's not like we. Were, it was all 100 percent charity. Like they wouldn't have done it if we weren't doing something that made them feel like it was worth doing. And right. so we're doing something that felt right. I mean, it's funny. I was just thinking about all those connections, and it's really crazy. Like you know, it's like Scott Flex, right? He's in Italy now after like his progression through all of the progression, but. He was just in a picture with Jimmy Butler doing coffee too. And it's like, that's an NBA player. And it's this weird, this weird world where people essentially kind of commit to trying to do their best and through all their idiosyncrasies like ourselves. It's like when you're at the core of it, you really do want to help people. And I think that's, I'm just thinking about Scott because I, it was like as much as in his young and in when I met him and young and like off-putting he was really at the core that guy genuinely loves helping people like i and that was something i always was like man it's fucking midnight and you're calling people all over the place for parts for somebody like you know and so you just jog that memory and it has nothing to do with us but i was like a, I think about those people and yeah julian todd are those people i dimitri are those people like even dale yeah you know dale call yeah on the spot Oh, oh, you come on up. Come on, to, check out this like, building. This week, you got to check yours. it out. Yeah. I'm maybe going to rent someone else, but actually, you can have it. Right. I, you guys are awesome. And we want you in the We've neighborhood. We've seen you in action and we believe in you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm getting, you know, because shit's getting crazy for me, but I'm getting like 
people out of the woodwork. Like, remember Aaron, who works at Looker, who we see all the time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Aaron's awesome. Totally. She's like, hey, I just want you to know that I just, like, there was a time when I was going through some really hard stuff, and you totally helped me through it. And, like, I don't really remember because I wasn't going through it. And it's like, whoa. So, like, that's the kind of stuff I think you're talking about where you're like, we can pat ourselves on the back because we've been there and i'm not saying i don't remember because i didn't care i absolutely cared in the moment it's just like well you because have, it wasn't a big thing i did, might not have known all the details of it I or just you knew may have not even known sorry to interrupt that i was helping that you were helping well, I mean, like I'm sure. you just being there right. having conversations connecting with people it, like you don't have to help someone by processing you know exactly everything. what they're going yeah. on yeah. like she doesn't have to come to you and say hey my life's exploding and blah blah sure. blah like that was a time where that coffee shop was super intimate and there was a core group of people that it's true you had really good relationships with yeah and a little front those, bar yeah every morning front bar yeah it's the yeah. best for travis my hair cutter guy for a while like dude all shane yeah anthony adam yeah that place like, was that was Tim. that was a special a special place to sit and like a huge catalyst for connection such so a good that, social spot those interactions probably mean a lot more to people than james will ever know yeah james you would know? sit there sunny would sit there like all these people pat and o'neill oh, and all the so guys red i mean yeah and that I, a trip to think about like I, all this it was like a spot i love that place that dude john like i remember right mm-hmm. when i moved there he was like where are you from i was like oh i grew up in the valley i just moved you know i was working in san francisco he's like you mountain bike or he's like what are you doing i was like i don't know like i'm trying to get a handle on santa cruz and like what goes on here he's like oh do you mountain bike i was like no he's a lot of people do it here i was like yeah it looks fun he's i'll bring you a bike i was like dude i just met you i don't really remember you went for a little while i know you and he's like no it's good we're it's fine like we're good and like weird stuff like that like we were going on a i had opportunity to go on an origin trip i can't remember exactly what the details were but I was newer in town and I didn't have a ride to the airport. And only after knowing him for maybe five or six months, Sonny's like, I'll take you to the airport. Yeah. I was like, really? I'm like, dude, I got to be there at like six in the morning. He's like, it's no problem. He's like, we'll just meet here at 4.30. I was like, for real? Yeah, I'm okay, cool. That's rad. We had a cool talk driving, you right. know. It was amazing. It's just nuts. Like people who do things go out of their way to do those things it's because they value you in some way so it's not surprising to hear that people are coming out of the woodworks for you and saying how much you've helped them right you know even if you didn't know right i guess that's the thing where people are they just they a lot of people are cool out there and you just, sometimes you don't know you're being awesome until you are <laughs> until somebody tells you <laughs> like oh that's nice that's good to know i thought i was just making good. coffee and maybe i shared some sort of thing where you're like yeah man for sure I mean, the experience that we're trying to help other people channel is, is something that. that we've been giving to people for a long time. It's just harder to recognize sometimes when you're the person that's yeah, doing it. Yeah, you're close it. to it, right? You're just like, this is just what I do. Yeah, this, this is just, just kind of normal. I mean, it's pretty boring, really. Yeah, I'm just, but it's my life. I mean, I show up here <laughs> and I do my thing. I really like to make the coffee good and I'm a little weird. Let's talk about it. <laughs> yeah, man. Props to us. Chuck, team. Props to props to us, you know? Good job. You really did it. <laughs> really did it. Hey, that's the end of the podcast. Thanks for listening. I know this is the time, uh, the shameless, like, classic, we need your help, but... 
we do want to get our message out there and we do want to share this with a lot of people. So if you could share this with others, you could subscribe, you could rate, you could review. It would greatly help us as we continue to push through not only the YouTube as it's fresh, but also the general podcast as we took nearly an entire year off from doing it. And so please do so, share it. I believe that we have some information and some perspectives that could help not only people in the coffee industry, but people in any industry, any walk of life. So do us that favor, do us that solid, bring us that love, and turn up for us, please. And I hope you all have a great time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.